1: Transitions with Coach Robin. No matter what you're going through, you always have someone that you can talk to. Life Transitions with Coach Robin.
2: You are tuned into Life Transitions with Coach Robin, where we champion life transitions together. Coming up, On Life Transitions with Coach Robin, we are going into the vault. Yes, listen, we are going to the vault. And I'm going to bring a a conversation I believe is going to be relevant even for today. Listen, get your comfy chair. Don't move a muscle and be prepared to be inspired on tonight. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Life Transitions with Coach Robin on 108 Praise Radio, where we are voicing the gospel all around the world, 24-7. Meet Coach Robin every Wednesday here at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we champion life transitions together. Oh family, you know since it's August, is Health Awareness and uh, Observance Month, and tonight we are focusing on spiritual wellness, and we have a special guest uh, with us tonight who is dear to me and well-diverse on the topic of spiritual wellness. Family, welcome Pastor Maria Taylor to the show. Hey, Mama, how are you tonight?
1: I am doing excellent and so glad to be here with the audience and with my daughter.
2: Um, awesome. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you with me. Now, Mama, I, I know, I know we're all pretty much what I'm gonna ask, you, but we know we're doing this for the, the, the listening family. Right. Now, I want you to take the time out and just give the listening family a little bit of background about yourself.
1: Okay. Well, I am originally from the DMB. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> For those that don't know, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area on the East Coast. I've uh, been there all my life up until about uh, 23, 22 years ago, relocated here to Houston, Texas. Um, but I am also in the area of... I'm a little nervous. Sorry about that. Also... <laughs> <laughs> I am a uh, got saved at sixteen, filled with the Holy Spirit at nineteen, Wow. and uh, got the call that I was being called to be a pastor at the age of nineteen. Of course, oh when you been called at that age, you got to go through some things. It's like David. David was called when he was young, but uh, just because he was called at a young age doesn't mean that he was meant to be king. Then
2: he had to go through mm. some
1: things. He had to go through a mat- um, maturation period in his life where he had to mature before he stepped into that role. Uh, Some people don't understand that even though when God speaks something to you, that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean always that it's for right now. Uh, You're going to have to go through something in order to be able to to be what he's called you to be so that it won't destroy. Uh, But uh, I uh, preached my first sermon at 30 and uh, started pastoring about uh, 10 years ago and uh my God has God. been uh mightily on my behalf I operated in the apostolic uh in the in the prophetic and uh I love the word of God love preaching love teaching the word of God love seeing people delivered set free amen for everything that is binding them and I'm so glad that uh you called me today and that this is health awareness health awareness uh month. And uh, we're going to be talking about spiritual wellness. And so also I wrote a book, Amen, in uh, 2015, Misunderstood My Destiny, because when I was a teenager, I went through every and anything that I wanted to do. uh, And it was to get me where I am today. But at that time, I didn't know that I was going to be who I am today. But God did. And so... Thank God he waited on me. thank God he didn't kill me when I should have been killed amen, amen. <laughs> that he didn't uh the wrath of God didn't come upon us when we we were uh worthy of that wrath, but he waited until uh he was doing what he needed to do in our lives and so i I truly thank God for his salvation and And for what he is doing in my life, and it hadn't always been pretty, but it's been worth it. And I think yes,
2: yes, I want to, I want to, I want to stay on on your book. I want you to give them the title again, and I want you to let them know where they can find it, and also a little bit of nuggets. I always say on my show, don't give too much because then they bootlegging. So we don't want to bootleg. We want to give them enough. (laughs) We just want to give them enough that they know they need to go. They, know they need to go invest in themselves or invest in somebody. So if you can just do those three things, give the name of the book again, give where okay. they can get the book, and then give them maybe, little, maybe three little nuggets, not too many nuggets, but just three about what they can look when they get that book, what they can um, know that they're going to be getting and eating while they uh, are reading it.
1: Okay, Excellent. Yes, um, the Lord had spoke this book into my um, spirit after I had came off a, a, a awesome uh, prayer conference and wow. uh, was able to do this book within a month's time. And uh, after writing this book, uh, God had me to be nominated for an award in Dallas. Wow. Wow. Same category as Sarita and Sarah Jakes. Wow, which which is something that is irony because I was ordained by Bishop Jakes in 2002, and so for me,
2: (laughs) see how God does
1: things. (laughs) For me to have my book in the same category, the youth category, as uh, you know, one of my mentors, that was just a blessing. Um, Also, was on TV and in radio. Uh, for this book, that is titled uh, "Misunderstood My Destiny," and uh, I wrote this uh, from my perspective uh, as a teenager, and some of the things I didn't put everything in there, but some of the <laughs> things, <laughs> some of the things that I went through as a as a young child to teenage years that kind of shaped who I am today, and uh, I, because I went through all of that and survived it. That's the thing about it. Is you got to survive and go through what you've been through. And I talk about um, uh, abandonment, rejection, anger, low self-esteem, and condemnation. Wow. And when I look at kids today, I look at them and I see me in them because I had the the grounding of, of church and God in my life at a young age but some of these kids they don't have that because parents are not really teaching their children the importance of being in in the church and being in uh being saved at a young yes. age and I say all the time that if God had not saved me at the age of 16 I would I would be either dead in jail or in an insane asylum somewhere Wow. Uh, and it was because of what the, the transition that took place in my life at a young age that I was able to um because I, I hungered for God. You know, I stayed in the church. I will I would follow my pastor. Wherever she went, I would follow her. And I know some of uh the anointing that is on was on her life rests on me now because she's heavy in the prophetic. And uh I, my tagline for my book is, if I can make it through it, so can you. Wow. So you can find my book on Amazon.com. Also, there is a workbook that goes with that um, because even though you may read it, you some people need to work it out. And so I take each topic and I and have questions in the workbook. And so that is also good in a group setting. Because it says when you begin to open up and begin to speak what's going on in your life in a group setting, there the enemy has nowhere to hide. See, the problem is is that we, we go through things and we keep it to ourselves. <laughs> Therefore the enemy has somewhere to hide. He has somewhere to keep messing with your mind and to keep putting you in a bondage situation. So, but when we begin to confess it, you gotta confess it to the right people. When we begin to confess <laughs> through, then God can heal us. And, and the enemy wants to tell you, you're the only one. The devil is alive. You're not the only one. There are wow. so many people who have gone through what you're going through, you know, and they're in various stages. Some may be in the beginning. Some may be in the middle. And some may be all the way out. But it's ones that are all the way out that can help bring you out. But if you don't open up your mouth and say what you're dealing with, then you won't get the help that you need. My so God. that's what it's about. And I've gotten many people who have told me that. Because of reading this book, and it's not a big book, but it's a powerful book. But after reading this book, it gave them the why they had to go through what they went through. Sometimes when you have a why, it can help you deal with it better. Exactly. Exactly.
2: So, So again, you guys, you can get the book on Amazon, and it really um, segues us to uh, spiritual wellness, and one of the things you said—you said, you said a whole mouthful of, of things—but you know we ain't got but an hour, so you gotta you gotta be mindful, <laughs> right? right. Uh, but you said a few things that stood out to me. One thing you said—you you mentioned David, and you mentioned um, the call on his life didn't mm-hmm. just appear when he was in his adulthood, but the call was there even in his youth. Right. And you were alluding yourself is the same. The call was there um, as when you were in your youth. And it took time, and you said mature. It took mm-hmm. time for you to go through a process to mature, to be able to walk at the level that you're walking at now. And I think that's mm-hmm. key for spiritual wellness, because just like in anything in the natural we can't be talking about oh well I love to drive and even if you know your mom when you were little you know back in the day I don't know if they still do this now but sometimes they will let you go to a parking lot and get behind the wheel give you a little taste but mm-hmm. you don't that don't mean because you could handle the parking lot that you are ready to get on the road right it right. yeah you gotta you gotta first of all meet the age limit there's mm-hmm. some stipulations that the law say. <laughs> And in some states, yeah. you got to do some, um, now they got this thing, you got to go to classes and all that. So there's yeah. laws in place for mm-hmm. you can just do what you want to do. And we understand that in the natural, but for some reason in the spiritual, we think we could just do cause blodge. It don't, mm-hmm. We don't, you know, we could just do whatever we feel like when we want to, when we want to. And I think that's a dangerous place to be. Now, Mom, with your wisdom, would you be able to just talk to the listening family about about that? Somebody has a call. Somebody may, you know, not. it may not even be the pulpit. It may be even some other areas, but just giving them some nuggets on um, accepting the call. We're not saying you got to, you know, not –
0: Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash
2: Wondersuite. Accept it, but you gotta understand the healthy way is to do the steps. The unhealthy way is to try to Go be before your time. If you can give, mm-hmm. you know, if you can give them a little bit more details on that.
1: Sure. Um, Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, "For well, I know the plan that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give yes. you future and a hope. And so God already knew before you actually heard it what he was calling you to. And when he calls you to this, it's kind of like prep- preparing you, okay, that this is the direction in which you would have me to go in. Now, I'll, I'll say this, that I would be, people would see it on me before I actually walked into it. Mm. So sometimes people will see it on you, and they will prophesy what they see. But that does not mean that it's for right now. Yeah. No matter you're calling in your election, sure. And so we are in a place where we're going from A to Z. You know, we have, we know what the A is. That's our beginning. But getting to the Z, that's your your pathway. That's your process. And so before God is saying, get into that position that He's called you into. You have to go through the process. Everyone's process is different. And so when we jump ahead of the process and to the promise, then we wind up getting ourselves in trouble or we'll wind up leading other people in a way that God didn't intend for you to do. But you know, God is so good that even when you jump ahead, He'll cause you to go into some steps, to some lessons. That's gonna tell you, wait a minute, okay, I need to hold off. Yeah. And so wait, hear what God is saying, and and wait on him. And, and then one one key thing that I learned in my years of being in ministry and, and listening to others is that I listen to what the Lord is saying through others. Meaning me talking to you one on one, I may not give you God's perspective based on the relationship. I may give you what I think you should be doing. But when you begin to hear over the pulpit and say, Lord, you speak to me. Because sometimes we run to this prophet, we run to this pastor, we run to this bishop, and we want their perspective. Well, they're going to give you their perspective. But when you're waiting on God to speak to you, You're trusting God to speak to you over the pulpit. That's when it's pure. When it's a Mm. one-on-one, it kind of can get contaminated. You know, uh, a friend of mine, you know, uh, taught me in a lesson, Prophetess Maria Ivers, she taught me in a lesson, that uh, don't necessarily prophesy to someone that you know their life. Mm. Because you can prophesy out of familiarity, as opposed to what God is really saying. So when we're in a meeting and God has to say something, unless you really know for sure, she'll have someone else prophesy to me. Because that way, it's not something that she's heard me say. I don't know wow. this person. So therefore, I know that nobody could have said it to them but God. So sometimes wow. we, we, we get prophecies, and it's a prophecy of familiarity. You know, you've heard me say that. Yes. You know, or you be in the audience and, and they say, oh, Barbara's here. Okay, anybody's name could be Barbara. That don't mean it's God. Exactly. <laughs> and so, with you know, with prophecy and everything, it's always God, speak to me. That's what my pastor taught me. Just put it on the pillars of your heart, she would say, and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you through the word of God. Wow. When you, are, when you do that, God will speak to you every time. God has spoken to me every time through the word of God. And then you got to ask the Lord to speak to whomever is speaking that they give you a word from him, not of themselves, but from him. And so my, my suggestion is that you may have a call on your life, but to wait on the confirmations and the Bible says it comes through m- multiple confirmations, and there's safety in the multitude of councils. So, you need, need to make sure you get multiple confirmations before you actually walk into that thing. Guys, wow. Preachers make it look easy, pastors make it look easy because <laughs> they're doing And then you jump out there and you're like, Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> it ain't easy. You know, and I remember uh, Bishop Jake said one time, If I throw these keys to you, you better duck. You might think it's easy. I make it look easy. But you don't know what the hell I got to go through from (laughs) what I'm doing. And so a lot of times prematurely we get into this thing because it looks easy. Because pastors have made it look easy. But when you actually get into that thing, it's not easy. Because now you're opening up yourself to frontline attacks. And so that's why God said, make your calling and your election sure, because he wants to make sure that you'll be like that tree planted by the river, of water, that when you sway one way or the other, that it's not going to uproot you. So you got to make sure your, your roots are deep. Yes. When you're walking in the calling that he, he's, he's giving you, make sure your roots are deep. Make sure you're not easily swayed by man's opinion. Wow. Wow. And and, and I'm so glad you brought
2: up David because this is perfect when you talk about um, making sure uh, you don't prematurely do anything because when you look at David's life, he was tested with first being the little shepherd boy and and then he was, you know, he had to slay. Uh, he when he had a, he had to contend with the lion. He contend with the bear. He contend with all these different situations. He contend with the giant.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He contended with all these things prior to being mm-hmm. king. Wow. So even though the call was there, there was, it was, again, a great analogy of it's, you have to contend, and not only contend and, um, you know just to say you did it but you have to it's almost like you have to have these many vi- little many victories <laughs> right you know right. you have to have these many victories that i think um in my perspective i'm going to get yours the many victories i think are twofold one fold is a we begin to know god personally you know not from the from uh storytelling or uh, like mythical or something you know it becomes mm-hmm. personal when you go through these battles. It, be- right. it becomes personal. And then not only that, um, we know him, and then we also are learning how to operate in the gifting through the battle because God is showing us each time, wow, you didn't even know you had that. You know, you didn't even know you had that move. I love Karate Kid. Like, you know, you things that look <laughs> like um, – are very minute or don't make sense, but as you begin to go through battle, you start using those moves like Karate Kid, Dad. You're like, wait a minute, what?
1: That's (laughs) what this was
2: for, you know? That's why I had to go that way. Um, In your Mm. opinion, Ma, what, in in, in that vein, talking about the the journey that David went on, um, and even one more nugget going about talking about David is even – I love towards the end of his journey, and he began to be under the tutelage of Saul. And I love the fact that even when Saul turned on him, he never said one mumbling nasty word about him or to Mm him. Mm -hmm. The maturity, going back to what you said, it was almost like right before his, 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 um, his shifting to King, that allowed his testing of what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to respect leadership even when you don't agree? Yeah. You know, kicking and screaming, or what are you going to
1: mm-hmm.
2: do? And we make mistakes. Right. You got to come back and eat humble pie and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mm-hmm. handle that correctly. But exactly. it's like those are the things that we learn. Talk about spiritual wellness. You cannot avoid these these processes and steps because at the end of the day, it is for the well-being of who God wants you to be and whom you represent in the earth. So yes. uh, mama, I want you to give us your nuggets in wisdom in regards to those, those steps that David had to those victories that he had to walk through. And, um, uh, mm-hmm. And pass, <laughs> you know the little yeah. test we got to pass. Yeah,
1: yeah. To
2: get to that place where we uh, where that's even a sign to tell you, you know, you're ready. Cause you know when you mm-hmm. your attitude still ain't right, you 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 know when you still are struggling after those mm-hmm. tests, you know, just like in school, you got a D, oh, I got to work on that. You know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mama, you 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 go, you 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 give us some more wisdom on that.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, you know, David is definitely a a champion as far as testing, you know, (laughs) he went through a lot. You know, the Bible says that we go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. We have to know that there are rankings, there are uh, positions that we go to and go through so that we can get to our next level. One thing is that you got to know what is your purpose. You know, a lot of people are Christians, but they don't necessarily know what their purpose is. And how do you know what your purpose is? Is that you have to seek God. And, and most of the time, the purpose is the things that you just came out of. Wow. You know, if, if you were one that was a, a prostitute, say, for example, you were a prostitute and God saved you, what do you think your your purpose is? If you were a drug addict and God saved you. <laughs> what do you think your purpose is? Yes, yes. If you were in alcohol, what do you think your purpose is? Because as soon as you come out of that, as soon as God delivers you out of it, here comes somebody that just came out of, just, just that are in the same situation you just came out of. Wow. Your purpose. Your purpose. A lot of people don't understand their purpose and they're not fulfilling their purpose. Wow. And so... David knew at a young age what his purpose was. And even though he went through all those testings, all those trials, all those hellish situations, he knew what his purpose was. That is to be king. Yes. If God said, I'm going to be king, I don't care what I got to go through, I'm going to be king. So there are times when you go through things, when you got a word in the beginning, I mean a sure word. I'm talking about a word that God gives you directly. When you have a word from the beginning, and even though you may go through A, and you may go to D, and you may go to F, you have that sure word that tells you, God said this. And and what's so good about it is that when you're going through your downtime, when you're going through times that you don't quite understand what you're dealing with, you can remind God of it. God, you said. it. (laughs) God, you said that my family would be saved. God, you said that I'm being a multimillionaire. God, you said, you told me this. Now, it's up to you to bring it to pass. Now, he may take us through various trials and various tests because he wants to make sure that whatever he's getting ready to do in your life, that it will not derail you. and so sometimes we get derailed because we're trying to jump ahead we're trying to jump ahead of the process nobody likes the process because the process is normally contrary to the promise wait a minute God you said I'm going to be king Uh, somebody calling me in the middle devil is a lie Okay. God, you said I'm going to be king. <laughs> Lord, God, you said I'm going to be king, but here I am, tending sheep. Wow. God, you said I'm going to be king, but here comes the bear. Here comes the lion. And now I'm dealing with Goliath. God, you said I'm going to be king, and here I is, I have a king that doesn't like me, that's doing everything he can to, to kill me. Wow. But you said, I'm going to be king. See, he had to hold on to that word through years. See, we thinking it's going to be quick, fast, and a hurry. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he had to go years before he actually fulfilled the promise. Wow. Hey, that's something that's to hold on right to. Sometimes <laughs> we thinking it's going to be a microwave situation. There's going to be years sometimes that you're going to see that promise. Wow. That you don't have to say, God, you said I remember. And my thing, I always say, Lord, I don't understand it, but I trust you. I don't understand why I have to be homeless, but I trust you. I don't understand why I have to be off my job, let go from my job, but I trust you. Wow. I don't understand when people are talking against me, saying what they want to say about me. But I trust you because I'm remembering where you brought me from. I'm remembering what you told me where I would be, the dreams, the visions that you gave me. I remember. And so when you're in your valley, you got to be able to remember what Mm -hmm. God has said to you. That's why it's so important to have a personal relationship. That's so important to have a personal relationship it's not based on whether or not I go to church and hear a word. I need to hear a word wherever I am. Exactly. I need God to speak to me if I'm in the grocery store. I need him to speak to me if I'm driving in my car. I need him to speak to me if I'm at my job. I need him to speak to me a sure ray of word mm. Because in my downtime, I'm going to pull on that word that's going to help sustain me. Wow. So how do wow. you keep on going? How do you keep on going? Is that you got to have a sure word from God where he whispers it into your ear. See, prophecy should only be a confirmation. Yes. If you're really hearing him like you should, it should only be a confirmation. If you've never wow. heard if 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 you get a word and you never heard it before, that means you're not really hearing from God. Wow. Because he would tell you first before he would allow somebody to come and confirm it.
2: Wow. 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 So spiritual wellness, uh, we didn't heard. We have to have a personal relationship. We've heard we, we have to um, endure the process. The process is not to kill us, but the process is to mature us. Um We've heard that uh, God is has not forgotten his word, even though it may feel like he forgot, and it's been some years, but he yeah, has man. not forgotten his word. And it's all right to remind him of his word. <laughs> it's all right to remind him of his word. Now, Mom, before we, we shift, I want you to, um, just like in the natural, we go to our we go to the physician and they write us a prescription. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want you to write a prescription tonight. Um, uh, just if something they don't get nothing else, how to um, stay on this spiritual wellness and health track? Like we go to the doctors, we go to get our annual checkup. And he tells us to continue taking your vitamin D, continue doing your daily walk. Give them one, if it's just one thing they can hold on to, that they can continue on this wellness, spiritual wellness journey um, that they can hold on to tonight. What would you tell them?
1: All right. Um, So as I was preparing for this tonight, he led me to, Third John 1-2. Wow. And it says, Beloved, I love when God says, Beloved, <laughs> Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. And so what I, what I got out of this is that he's looking for us to be well-rounded Christians. Wow. And too many times we... We look for one thing and not understanding that he is wanting us to be well-rounded. Our soul must flourish, which means I need to line up with what God has purposed for me to do in this earth realm, going back to purpose, knowing what your purpose is. You know, being in good health, being healthy, mind, body, and soul. You know, it's our job. He gave us this body. And it's our job to take care of this temple. You know, It's not his job to take care of it. It's our job to take care of the temple that he's given us. And too many times we want God to do something that he's given us the authority to do. Mm. And God will not do what he's given you the authority to do. So if you're waiting on him to do something that he's given you the authority to do, you're going to be waiting for a long time because there are certain principles that he has placed in the earth realm. In the beginning, he told Adam, you're going to sweat. You're going to work at the sweat of your own brow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He told him that, which means if you don't work, you don't eat. Yeah. So there's some, there's some provisions, there's some principles in the earth realm that people have violated and thinking and, and charge God foolishly and saying it's God's fault. It's not God's fault. He's given us He said everything we need. He has given yeah. us the ability to do. He says, wow. just not worry or stress. You can't be worried or stressed out what you can't control. There are so many people who are stressed out, worried about situations that they cannot control. He told him, he said, look at the birds. Look at the lilies of the field. They don't worry. They don't don't tear. They know every day that they're going to get substance. And so if you understand that we as, as children of God should not worry or fret because he's our heavenly father, that when we position ourselves to be where we're supposed to be, then there is a law of the land that says when I'm positioning myself where I need to be, that everything else will begin to align itself with me. Wow. Taking good care of the temple that God has blessed you with. There's so many people who are 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 sickly because of how they messed up their temple. Yes. You know, yes. through their lifestyle. And and our, our altars are filled up, you know, prayer calls filled up with people who are sickly, you know, overweight. We yeah. have the ability to do that ourselves. Our bodies were created to heal itself. That's how he created our body to heal itself. But when you have gotten to the point where you've done so much damage, now we have to rely on the medicine which has side effects. Feeding a spirit man with what it needs to thrive. Our spirit man is hungry for the word of God. It's hungry for knowledge that helps inspire you. You know, if, if your passion is prayer, you should have prayer books that inspire you to pray. If you are a person of deliverance, you should have books that inspire you and and teach you on deliverance. Prosperity consists of financial health. So we have to make sure that financially we're doing what we're supposed to do, being good stewards over what God has given us. So God has blessed you, and you take and do whatever you want with it, and you, you just, just like the man, you know, he said, he told his father, said, so give me all of my inheritance now. He said, I want it all now. Well, he, 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 he wasted it. And so if we don't have a, a good mindset on financial health, then we will mess up what God gives us. You know, and people in the church, they have a problem with Malachi three ten and 11. I don't have a problem with that because I'm a tiger. You know, you got people who argue. That was just the Old Testament. Well, come on now. There's a principle. You see companies who tithe. You see people who are out there in the world who tithe, but yet they're being blessed. There's a principle that when you tithe, God will bless you. You don't even have to be saved. There's a principle in the land that when you sow your tithe, you sow that it will bring back a harvest. But you have people arguing on whether or not it's, wow. in, it's in the Old Testament or New Testament. It's a pr- principle. It's a biblical principle. When you sow your tithe, when you bring your tithe into the storehouse, he said, there will be meat at my house. He said, and then test me. That's the only way in the word that God told us to test him. <laughs> Try me. me with your finances. Try me and see Won't I open up a window of heaven and pour, <laughs> and pour out <laughs> of it? I have room enough to receive. And then I love the part where it says, and then I will rebuke the devourer." Mm, for- yes. are trying to devour your money, I will rebuke them uh, for your sake. I'll back them up off of you for your sake. You got to change your mindset. Change your mindset from being around people who have achieved this status. And begin to learn from them. You need to surround yourself with people who are doing well. And and ask questions. How did you do that? And just being around them changes your mindset. And you got to be teachable.
2: My god family mama then gave y'all a prescription that is about probably about two pages long. She went from <laughs> she went about the principles the that's in the um the earthen realm we she she didn't laid out um getting in some the material that you need you know you 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 uh such you know you're looking for answers get some material you 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 want to know about prayer or you want to know about deliverance or you want to know about certain things, get, do some research, you know, mm-hmm. go into the word. First and foremost, go into the word of God. Mm-hmm. So she's just laid out all kind of the, the prescription you got tonight. She gave you about a, a couple pages, a prescription that you can, you can take <laughs> and you can implement to ensure your spiritual wellness. But I have to shift here because she just, she did say she is, um, apostolic, and she has the prophetic, and I can't let her get off the line without us talking about uh, just the state of where we are as a people in the body of Christ um, and even in the nation prophetically. What are you hearing, Mom, in the season that God has revealed to you?
1: Well, in this season, um, what God is doing and you can kind of tell by nature and the things that we're seeing in nature and in, in, in politics, and how God is is allowing these things to happen in our society to draw us closer to Him. He is looking for intimacy. Twenty eighteen mm-hmm. is a year of manifestation. My I'm God. telling you, if you get yourself positioned in the right place, at the right time, with the right motive, there is nothing that God will withhold from you. There is nothing that God will withhold from you. This is the year, this is the season that God is manifesting prayers that you prayed years ago. My God. And I can testify to that because in July, I've been in business um, doing taxes, bookkeeping, and payroll. I put that out there, MA Services, <laughs> as in Maria N, as in Nancy A, as in Apple, services, LLC.com is my website. But I've been in business for about eight years, and it's always been my desire to have my own office. and. I just said, Lord, I trust you. And um, in April, last April, I was let go. And I'll say that I was let go from a, a job. And I probably, you know, it was best that I was let go because he put me in a position wherein I began to say, God, I trust you. And so sometimes he allows you to go through things because he's trying to open up another avenue, but because you're too afraid to to let go of what you're used to. You know, you're used to having, you know, that that paycheck, you know, every two weeks or every week or a monthly. And so you'll, you'll take all the stuff that you go through on the job because you're used to getting that paycheck. And so sometimes he takes those things that you are used to doing out from under you so that you can trust him. And then when I did that, I said, Lord, I trust you. And God opened up that I began to get clients. Clients after clients after clients. And then look, thing you know, this month I opened up my own office. And I just thank God because. Oh, glory, hallelujah. <laughs> I know nobody but him because he wants me to be an entrepreneur wherein if I needed to go somewhere for ministry, I don't have nobody that I have to say, can I get off from work now? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on now. And if I needed to go take care of something, I don't have to call in and say, can I? I'm being a little late. No, I can do my schedule the way I need to. I can schedule my clients the way I need to. And God has just been blessing. He's been exposing me. And God has been putting the right people in my pathway. So that's what I'm saying. When you align yourself up with the right people, being in the right position at the right time, God will open up doors that you haven't seen before.
2: My God. Well, you know, you That's just segue again. Mm-hmm. And so the next thing I want to talk about before we we, uh, we let you go is uh, Side Piece No More, Houston Chronicles, Uncover the Cover-Up is coming to Houston, Texas, August yes. 26th at 3 p.m. And, of course, um, I'll say Apostle Maria Taylor is going to be one of the facilitators And I just want you to let the listening family, and it's going to be there at Holiday Inn Express and Suites there in the Northwest Brook Hollow area. um, I want you to tell them what, what they're going to, what can they expect and um, compel them (laughs) to come Hmm. out, come out, Hmm. come out wherever you are. And it's funny (laughs) because, you know, you start talking about the side piece, you know, start talking about, uh, when I when I, when people don't understand the side piece is a position, it's really a position. Mm-hmm. You start talking mm-hmm. about if you don't get yourself in the right position, God is revealing some things. Some revelation It's more than just the side chick. It's a position, yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Even a spiritual right. position, you know. Exactly. And people don't are not in the right position. So I want you to talk to them about getting into the place, being there, August the twenty sixth on at three p.m. As you go forth and the other women of God are going forth, I want you to tell the tell the listening family in the Houston area what they're going to expect if they
1: come out. Oh, wow. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, you do not want to miss this event. I know that the spirit of God is going to be there. I know prophetically it's going to happen. God is going to move. Chains are going to be broken. People are going to be delivered, set free. By the power God. of God and that enemy that you saw before you went to this event, you will see them no more. God is going to be doing an instantaneously healing deliverance. <laughs> I ah, just hallelujah Instantly, God is going to begin to just take those things off of you that you have been holding you back that's been holding. He's going to open up your eyes that you're going to begin to see things that you had not yeah. seen before. See, the enemy has been hiding you, hiding some things from you and not allowing you to see. But God is saying that you come to this conference, hallelujah, it's going to be revealed and people are going to be delivered. So when your friends, hallelujah, come with expectancy and know that God is going to just meet you at the point of your need. We're gonna be in prayer for yes, everyone. We're going to be, yes,
2: yes. We are be we all be consecrated. My, yes. Mom before I let you go, I need you to give them every uh, all the contact information, all your social media um tags, everything of how they can find you.
1: Alright. On um Facebook, um senior pastor Maria Taylor um also m services l l c dot com is my website um my business number is two eight one five two nine five eight zero five um my email is MA services l l c at gmail dot com um and i just want to encourage you that you're not in this thing alone and that Houston Chronicle Uncover is is coming to Houston to uncover, you know, not just being a side piece physically, but side piece is sometimes when we put God on the side and yeah. we everything else to be forefront. And God said he doesn't want to be on the side. He wants to be in the forefront of your life. So it's going to be where God is allowing you to consecrate yourself back to him. You know, he's married to the backslider, so it doesn't matter, you know, if you're just coming out of somebody else's bed when you come there. It, we're not judging you. We just want mm-hmm. you to come and get set free. And so don't let anybody or don't let the enemy make you feel that you're in this thing alone and that people are going to be judging you. No, it's about you and God. It's a That's personal right. and he comes to deliver you. You got to be like that woman at the well. You got to say, I got to get what I need. <laughs> I got to get what I need. I don't care who's looking at me. And that's right. Like that. And be like, you don't worry about who's looking at you because all of us at one point are X something. If, you if say people, that. all of us are X something. We came out of something, and that's why we needed a savior because of our lifestyle was in a wreck and that we were going to hell. <laughs> But by, the grace of God, but by the grace of God, he delivered us. And some of us in the house of God still going to hell because they ain't living right. But God by said, I'm still see you. No man can pluck you out of my hand. No man. No man. Come, set. Come be set free. Come be set God free. Now,
2: we, one more thing. One more thing. You got to let them know about your event that's coming up as well your financial event.
1: Oh, yes, definitely. In January 2019, January 11th, 2019, we are going to be at the United Way. And it's a financial uh, event called Shift into Purpose Financial Event Expo 2019. And we're going to be talking about various things that we deal with financially. Uh, your personal finances. We're going to talk about uh, business. For those that want to get into business, we, we're we going to have several speakers. And we're having some speakers that are coming from Google, coming from Amazon. Uh, it's going to be off the chain. And so uh, it's, uh, it seats 200 to 300 people. And so you want to be in this place. We're also going to be extending it out to the military. Amen. those wow. that are in the military. And so, uh, I'm just excited about the platform. I'm excited about what God is doing today. Uh, you didn't know, uh, Pastor Robin, but I had did a a commercial today that I'm working (laughs) Ah! to get the work. So God is doing an awesome thing. And, uh, when you position yourself to what God has put in you, what what are you passionate about? Whatever you're passionate about, that's where you are, are going to succeed in. And so let us help you turn your passion into profit. Let me write My that God. down.
2: <laughs> turn your wow. passion into
1: profit.
2: Now, what, what's the location? Do you have a location for the event?
1: Uh, I don't have a location. I just know it's here in Houston at the United Way.
2: At United Way. And they can um, get, go to your website to get more information. Exactly. Okay. Give them the website one more time.
1: Sure, it's M as in Maria, N as in Nancy, A as in Apple. Those three letters, services, LLC.com.
2: Awesome. Thank you, Mama. We appreciate you coming on tonight uh, for our, our spiritual wellness um, segment. I'm telling you, it is, it's been amazing.
1: Life Transition coach robin life transitions with coach robin no matter what you're going through you always have someone that you can talk to like transitions with coach robin
0: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office